looking to buy a shower base? If so, you're in the right spot. Keep listening. Welcome back to Janice T. Says, where I'm doing a five-part sort of seminar style uh, series of podcasts on how to buy a bathroom fixture. So, so far I've done how to buy a freestanding bathtub, an alcove bathtub, a toilet, and today I'm going to talk about how to buy a shower base. And yes, pretty much the same things keep applying. Is this a renovation, a new construction? How can you tell on quality and how to customize it? So number one, let's talk about, is this new construction or renovation? I know, I keep talking about this and it makes a huge difference. Today, it's not, well, it's partly size, which was the issue with freestanding bathtub. But today, believe it or not, it's more the location of the drain. And that's going to denote whether you've got what you can do, whether it's new construction or renovation. So new construction, you pretty much can go any size you want, any drain location, whatever. By drain location, I mean in the bottom of the shower base, where does the water go out? And I'm starting with this topic over quality or anything else, because this is the most important thing you need to know when picking a shower base on a renovation. So what you're going to need to know, is it right smack in the middle? Is it slightly towards the back? Is it on one end, like the right end, or is it on the left end? Is your floor concrete or is it a wood construction? So if you've got a concrete floor, pretty much unless you are in a situation where you're going to be jackhammering a new trench, you want to keep that drain exactly where it is because that pipe isn't easy to move in the floor. If you're in wood construction, Think about where or have your contractor look first before you decide to move the drain. Because yes, with wood, you can just cut it. But the worst thing that I've seen happen, and it happens way too often, is they actually, to move the pipe for the drain, they will cut the joists. And these are those big pieces of wood. They're maybe two by 12, something like that. They're big pieces of wood that run through the floor that are actually the ceiling of the space below. And these are what gives the stability to your whole home, whether it's a condo, a townhouse, or your house. You have big beams that run across that tie everything together and transport all the weight to the outside walls. That's my construction 101 really short bit but if you cut these big beams now they've lost their stability and by doing something as simple as just moving the drain for a prettier shower base you have now actually ruined the stability of your home and I'm starting with this as the first important consideration because of that this is probably the number one problem uh, people do when buying new shower bases so there you go. So let's talk. Uh, that's pretty much it because this isn't an issue of where you need the water to go in like a bathtub. It's just where the water goes out. So if you're doing a renovation, you know, take either a photo of your shower base or do a little drawing and mark where that shower base is when you're going to uh, pick out a new one. The best is if you do a little drawing and you measure along each side and along the back and then measure the center lines of where that drain is. There's a little bit of play when they're putting this, installing it, but you want it pretty close. 
So if I sound strong on start with where the drain is in your shower base, there's a reason. So there you go. My preach for the day. Uh, number one was, was it new construction or renovation? Okay. Now we'll move on to what shower bases are made of and the durability. So shower bases are generally made of really the exact same material that you make bathtubs. You can have a gel or gel coat over fiberglass. You could have an acrylic over fiberglass, acrylic over ABS plastic or cast iron. And I'm going to say the same things for shower base as I say for bathtub. Stick to a full acrylic over a fiberglass and cast iron. Those are the best two for quality and durability and wearability. Same thing, gel just simply uglies out. Uh, it gets that gray look. It can go weird around the drains where the water goes out. It is affected by heat. And if you're sitting there running hot water on it, it's going to affect it. And the layer, the finished layer and coat is so thin that if you scratch it, when you do the repairs, it's like I said before, it looks like you've just used nail polish. It might be white, but it looks like a streak of nail polish on top of where that scratches. That's not a good situation. Gel costs less, but doesn't wear. Acrylic over ABS is super durable in a smash test if you're going to hit it with a hammer. Perfect. But again, that acrylic layer is so thin, you get the exact same problem as with the gel. You can't repair it. And so again, you can ugly it out really quickly. If you've got a regular well-made acrylic shower base, you've got a wear layer now that's really thick, you can repair it when you want. It's not affected by hot water, uh, really easy to clean, super easy to maintain. And then the number one product for durability is cast iron. That's gonna stand up forever. Literally, it will outlast all of us. Your limitation is just there's not a lot of sizes, but you can get colors. So cast iron is going to be your most expensive, but it's going to be the most durable. It's going to have the least flex in a floor and you can play with some colors. So there you go. What else was I going to say? Okay. That is for just durability as for quality or ease of, sorry, ease of installation. Again, same as a regular bathtub how they make a cheap product is they cut back on the quality of the goods and they cut back on what is actually underneath where you can't see it. So how much is it reinforced? Does it have wood frame? Does it have leveling feet or even just any sort of, um, I'll call it feet, but like little bits underneath that support it. If you've got a five foot tub and there's no inherent built-in support on the back side, that tub is going to flex when you walk, or not tub, shower base is going to flex when you walk on it. And that is going to be your number, number one giveaway of a cheap or poor quality shower base. When it's installed, it shouldn't move. So you want to have one that it's going to weigh a little more, but it's going to have reinforcements on the back. It's probably a marine grade wood as well as uh, acrylic or fiberglass, plastic, something feet throughout the base to give it support. If not, your installer is going to have to spend more money and dollars and labor to put this shower base in because he's going to have to build a mortar bed. And that means he's going to have to mix up powdered concrete 
and put it in, it's going to have to set, the base goes on it, and that base is now supported by the mortar bed. So instead of paying more and getting a good shower base, you're going to have to pay your plumber to do more work, take longer to install it, because you got to wait for that concrete to dry, and he's going to have to spend more money on goods. So your total cost is probably cheaper in buying a well-made shower base that your installer can just put in. So that's one thing to think about. If, if mm, tubs and shower bases, your installed cost is radically affected by the quality of the product. No point play, paying the plumber and buying a cheaper product that's going to wear out. So that's my little two bits on shower bases, what they're made of and their quality. Okay, I'm back again. And I just realized I didn't even mention that I have a workbook so that you don't have to sit and write notes and write scribble down where I'm saying you need measurements and little drawings and you can't see me waving my hands in the air anyways while I'm talking. So I have made a workbook uh, that will cover all five episodes. How to buy a bathroom fixture is the premise and will cover each of these things we're talking about. I'll have my notes and some drawings and you can fill it in and when you're done you're going to have a shopping list of the five or how many ever parts you need of this for your bathroom. So whether you're doing it yourself or doing your own shopping, you can go to a showroom, you can pick out everything you need, you can hand the list to your plumber, or you just can be informed when you're talking to your designer and architect. You're going to understand the words they're using, you're going to be able to make decisions much faster, and this is something that's super important. Uh, it doesn't matter really what, uh, you know, your furniture, your colors, your walls, your wallpaper, draperies, all those things do not affect the speed generally of a project. But when you don't have decisions made for things like plumbing, you totally can hold up an, your, your entire experience because they can't draw where to put the bathtub if they don't know what type of bathtub you want or what size it is and what in the dream is on and what type of faucet you need. So it's the same with the shower base. You can hold up an entire project if you haven't pictured uh, fixtures. So use my workbook. <laughs> You'll be a little more informed. You can make a list, you can be informed, and you can make your project go much quicker, smoother, and on time. So to get it, go to janistee.com slash 100. janistee.com slash 100. And get on uh, the waiting list. As soon as I finish these episodes, I'll send you the workbook. And uh, I hope that helps you a bit. Anyways, back to the conversation. Oh, and I'm just going to say one thing. I really hope you don't hear raindrops, but it's been a technologically challenged day. So I am actually sitting in my car and finishing this because I wanted to make sure I got it done and I want to be able to do this well. So here we go. Anyways, size and shape of shower bases. Generally, the shapes are rectangles or square. 90% of what you buy or specify in a shower base is going to be square or rectangle. The smallest you're going to get is about a 30 inch by 30 inch, and that's small. If there's any way you can go bigger, do. Um, I don't think that there's any point putting a shower base in at that point, because you can't even put your elbows out. Um, yeah, I just say don't even do it. But 
they make them 32 inch uh, widths go from everywhere from 30 inches which is the same as a bath general old bathtub if you're trying to figure out spatially uh, from 30 inches 32 all the way up to about 42 inches which is quite generous and then length starts at 30 inches again which is only two and a half feet and it'll go all the way up to six feet but to give you a spatial idea a standard bathtub is 60 inches by 30 inches so if you're pulling out a bathtub and putting in a shower base that's going to be big so it just kind of gives you an idea of standard sizes standard shapes as i said or square or rectangle or there's a couple that you can put in a corner and these are better for smaller bathrooms maybe you're putting a bathroom in a space that's uh, being converted or it's going under stairs or something anyways uh, these are called neo angle and round fronts or belly fronts and they fit in a corner so they have two walls one on each side and then where it comes out from the wall it comes out square but then the front corner is chopped off so that's a neo angle shower base and that's where the shower door would fit so that you can swing up between maybe a sink and a toilet on either side in a tiny space and the other option again fits in the corner so you have two walls but the front instead of coming out and being squared off is curved so that's why they call it belly front or other names but that's one I hear a lot as far as the actual shower bases go there's three terms that you're gonna hear is it single threshold double threshold or triple threshold single threshold is what you picture probably 70% of the showers out there straight front walled on three sides and that front lip that you step over is called the threshold so if it's a shower base that has two of those nice finished edges and two walls it's a double threshold and if it's a shower base with one wall and three finished sides it's a triple threshold makes sense huh and i'm just going to make one little comment here about shower doors i'm not really covering that on these episodes but whatever you're picking you've got two options you can go with a custom shower door or you can go with obviously a standard and what i would do is Every manufacturer either has a shower door that they sell that goes with a base or they have a brand they recommend and use that because they don't change a lot uh, or they're not, they don't fit from one brand to another very well. Uh, again, I can't, you can't see me waving my hands in the air. So I'm just going to say go with that. I'm going to put a little bit more information in the workbook about it on why, but um, start with the manufacturer's recommended door or go custom my two bits on shower doors at the moment I think that that's pretty much I've covered everything in shape and size I am going to comment here yes I'm using uh, imperial measurements so if you're in America you're not going to blink that I keep using inches if you're in Canada you're probably wondering why I'm not using centimeters but building construction industry is still pretty much dictated in imperial uh, the inches and feet and I'm just going to stick with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're going to get, if you go into a showroom and you're trying to buy anything, you're going to find that they still refer to it in inches. Do your measurements in inches. You'll, it'll be much easier. Besides, most, uh, not a lot of product is imported from Europe. Uh, you get it in faucets and things, but most product is made in North America or Asia to North American measurements in the plumbing industry. So now, Onto the fun stuff. 
Number four, types of drains. So you're going to start with, if you just buy a base and you don't specify anything, you're just going to get a plain old round drain. Uh, it's probably got a little bit of a grid, or not even a grid, three slots is probably what you're going to have with this little metal thing that keeps stuff from falling down it. And that's its entire purpose. It's not really pretty. Um, it just does its job. If you want to upgrade, you can get ones that have really nice, they can be fancy patterns or they can be square grids. They can be much more durable metal. They can be stainless steel. They can match your faucets. They can be gold, black, oil rub, bronze, all that sort of thing. Uh, the second option is what they call, um, they're covered with the matching material. So an acrylic base can have an acrylic covered drain and they're really cool. They're generally square. I have seen some that are round, square or rectangle and they're big you know like six inches by six inches and the water flows you don't see the water going down the drain now so the water just goes around the edges of these covers so when you look down on the base maybe in the middle there's a bit of a square that you see and the water disappears underneath it so it's a very nice clean line look more on the modern side definitely uh, if you were doing more of a traditional look maybe an open grid in with a old filigree type pattern on it would be more suitable. And then the other option that there is, is a, a lineal drain. And what this is, it's actually a trough that's molded right into the base at the end. So it's either near the wall or on, on either end or along the back. I've seen both. And it runs the whole wet. It's probably about a four inch trough and it's actually molded into the base and it has a regular drain in the middle. But on top of that, you place a grid. Uh, it can be stainless steel, so it doesn't flex. And it goes the whole width, and it's a very modern industrial look. Or they have them with the matching acrylic. And so it's just a white grid. And really, this is first became popular in hotels. And now the look has gone into residential. So it's a very, again, clean look that fits with lots of different styles. So I'm thinking that I pretty much mentioned everything that you need to know to go out and pick a shower base. So I hope that helps you. I hope you're going to have some fun with this. Uh, let's see. So again, you can download the workbook, janistcom slash 100, 100. Go to my website, janistcom Sign up for my newsletter. Uh, see what my products and services are and check out my resources. I keep adding to those every day, uh, helping just trying to help make bathroom design easier. I don't want it to be overwhelming. And of course you can find me anywhere social, Janice T Studio, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that's it. And of course I always like a good review on my podcast if I am helping you. So go to iTunes, leave me some stars. I like five and leave me a review. And don't forget, you can always find me on JaniceT.com and send me a note. Hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.